It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to The Auburn Express. What's up and good morning, War Report family. It's your guy, Ike Jones. We are back with another morning drop. Today, we are talking about Auburn's offense and whether or not it can translate to the road. Finally getting some road offense going. Y'all know how we do right here, War Report style. Let's drop it on them. Now listening to The Wall Report. Morning Drop. It is Monday, October the 30th, and we are here. You got Ike Jones B. Will in here on a Metrics Monday talking about what the numbers say about this Vanderbilt game coming up this weekend. B. Will, how you feeling this morning? Feeling all right. All right. I like the way these numbers are looking so far, so I'm feeling a little more comfortable about the weekend. Maybe we'll be uh, five and four. You know hey, saying? listen, man, it'd be nice to be on the plus side of this 500 mark mm-hmm. for the first time since week five that we would have been at. Oh, yeah. Wait. Yeah. No. Five? What were we? Yeah, we were three and two after week five. Oh, okay, because we went three. And, that's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's good to be back in the the... The, the plus column on the win column in general, but definitely want to get back above 500. Um, still would not have a winning record in the conference, but we have time to get back into a place where we get closer to that as well. But B, 
Uh, let's talk about Vanderbilt. And well, before we get into that, before we get into all the conversation, we know that you all have some things that you need to do, or at least we would like for you to do. And you can start by sharing the video. We want to get more Auburn fans or Vanderbilt fans. I don't I don't know any personally, but they they exist somewhere. I mean, they don't have nobody in their stands on Saturdays. So there are Vanderbilt fans, you know. So maybe they want to come in and talk about their football team. I don't know. They don't go to their games very much. So I don't know why they want to talk about them, but yeah. they, they exist somewhere out there in the world, Vandy fans. I I literally have never met one in my entire life. Like I, I've met an alum. I don't even think they were a fan. Just, that's what like, I'm saying. I'm like, I know people who went to school there. <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean, I am not I, this is this is not me trying to be like funny or jo- I mean it's funny, but I'm not attempting <laughs> to like make a joke. I literally have never met a Vanderbilt Commodores football fan yeah. ever in my entire life. I know they exist because people show up to their games. I just don't know any personally. Is it and I know like a lot a, of football fans of a lot of football teams. Is it kind of like a recreational thing for them? They were like, hey, what do you want to do this weekend? You want to go to the game? You want to go to a concert? Go see a movie? Well, it should be about 60 degrees out, right? Let's just go to the game. Drink, we'll drink a little bit. It'll be fine. Like they, they don't go to root and get invested. They go to, to pass the time. Is, is that the kind of thing it is? I have no idea, man. I don't know. But again, I know they exist. So if you know some, invite them so we can meet them too. Uh, <laughs> share the video. Uh, like the video if you don't mind and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate all of that. And if you are out there in podcast land, please go ahead and share this podcast um, as you're re-listening and Give us that five-star review, man. Let some other people know or or give us a review. I say five-star review. If it's not a five-star review, it's okay. You can review us however you feel. You know, I know there are people out there who don't like us. So, you know, we'll listen to that stuff too. But we appreciate everybody who continues to interact with us in any way. Anyway, let's get into the conversation though. Vanderbilt is at home versus Auburn this weekend. Auburn's making the trip up to... Is the stadium done yet? Have they finished that stadium yet? I I didn't I didn't watch their last home game, but um, you know, are they still holding scoreboards up with cranes and things over there? <laughs> that was so embarrassing, man. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, but um, yeah. I this this I didn't I didn't intend for this to be like a come and crap on Vandy uh, pod today, but. Uh, I, I was going to crap on their defense, though. That that is, I, I fully had the intent to come in here and crap on their defense. Now, this didn't go so well for me last time when I started reading out statistics on how bad a defense was because our team didn't go there and perform well against that bad defense. I mean, that's no slight um, on you. You know that their defense. I mean, it's not my fault. Yeah, I just read the, the statistics are what they are. But you know, it is what it is. Um, but Vanderbilt's defense not good. I mean, let's just be clear; they're not very good. Yeah. Um. And the numbers bear that out. The biggest issue for Auburn has been on the road. We've had some games where we performed admirably, really uh, on the road. uh, We had our moments in games. Let me not say we performed admirably. As far as moving the football is what I mean by that. So we've been able to move the football fairly decently on the road. We haven't been able to get points, though. 
right? right. Like our trips to the red zone have been very limited. Uh, you know, if you go back to the Cal game, turnovers really stopped a lot of drives that were promising in that game. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M, you know, we had drives that were promising. Uh, we had tur- not turnovers, excuse me. We had um, penalties that stifled a lot of those drives that were moving in the right direction. Some really weird play calling happening in that game that really, I think, stifled our offense's ability to move the football in a very concerted way. Mm-hmm. Having said that, Auburn fans a renewed vigor around the potential of what this offense could look like from the first half against Mississippi State and going on the road against a team in Vanderbilt who is currently ranked dead last in our conference in points allowed. And I specifically want to talk about points allowed because okay. I think that that's the thing. Is Auburn going to be able to put points on the board versus a Power 5 opponent on the road? Dead last in points allowed in the conference at 34.2 points per game currently they are surrendering. And this is a, a Vanderbilt team, I think, that fights hard in most of their games. Yeah. But they're giving up 30, 34.2 points per game in all their Power 5 contests. Um, excuse me, in, in the season, if you distill that down to just the games they've played versus Power 5 opponents, that number goes up to 37.7 points per game that they're surrendering. If you take that to just the SEC opponents, that number goes up to 39.2 points per game that they're surrendering. If you just look at the games that they have played at home versus those SEC opponents, that number goes up to 40 (laughs) points per game. They play better on the road? Well, they haven't played road either. I'm just saying that. I mean, but it goes up if if it's – Thirty-seven uh, at home they, when you go thirty—excuse me, thirty-nine and thirty-seven in the conference, but thirty-nine at home. Then that means they give up more points at home than they do between home and away. Played, they played three home games versus Power Five opponents: UNLV, UNLV, Florida, and Ole Miss. Now, I don't—I don't know what UNLV is doing this year as far as points per game, and you know whether they're a high-powered offense. Florida has been up and down in their performance, and we know Ole Miss can put up points. UNLV scored 40 on them. Uh, Florida scored 38. Ole Miss scored 38. So that number probably should be like 39. Ole Miss scored 33. 33? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that number is probably a little too high on their road, uh, home thing. But still, they, they've been giving up 30-plus points per game at home versus Power 5 opponents. This right. cannot be the week, y'all, where we okay. don't go out there and put up 30. We can't do okay. it, man. Yeah, it sounds like 30 needs to be the the, the low bar for us. Is There, there is not a team yeah. that has played against this team in the Power Five. Hawaii scored the least amount of points on them in week one, and that was 28. Every other team they have played that's a Power Five opponent has scored at least 30 points on them. Auburn can't be the first team to not do it, man. Yeah, that, now that that makes this pretty clear to me as far as, all right, what are we looking for here from our offense? Well, sure, we want to put up some points. We want to look competent passing the ball. But honestly, I think this is where we need to look for points being scored, successful drives where we don't stall out. We don't get penalties that hold us up. We don't get um, disconnect between quarterback and wide receiver. We actually finish drives and along those lines and, and, and supports the numbers. Vanderbilt's defense, as far as finishing drives, as far as how well they hold up in the red zone, they're 83rd out of 130 in FBS, so they're terrible. Uh, quality drives on defense, which is mean how 
how well do you stifle what the other team wants to do? A quality drive for the offense is possession, 10, 11, 12 plays, finishing it off in a touchdown. As far as Vanderbilt's defense preventing that, 126 out of 130 in FBS. If you don't get it right here, and get it right doesn't mean they score 10, but we score 23 in week. No, that's that's not getting it right. That's I get it. We need to score points. We need to win games because we haven't been winning SEC games outside of last week. Mm-hmm. We need to look good on offense. We said it when we played LSU. Well, this is the worst defense we would have played. It was. Yeah. This is now, as we play Vanderbilt, this is not just the worst defense we have played so far. This is the worst defense in the conference. Uh, one of the worst defenses in the nation. You can't not score 30. I'm with you, Ike. The bar has to be, you have to score at least 30 against this team. And that's low, low bar. You can't look worse than that uh, against Vanderbilt. You can't. Yeah. Auburn thus far in our Power 5 games, averaging 14 points per game on the road. 14 points per game on the road versus Power 5 opponents. We can't, that, that, uh, I I don't want to see that. I don't want to see 14 points against Vandy, against this Vanderbilt team. I don't care how bad we've looked at this season, man. Yeah, That should not be acceptable for our offense to go out there and only put up 14 points versus this team. Yeah. And I listen, Auburn as a team, 14 points. If we take away the defensive score at Texas A&M, that number drops. Right. We got to do better than this yeah. offensively. And I'm encouraged by what I saw first half versus Mississippi State and equally discouraged by what I saw the second half versus Mississippi State. I I understand what field position was like and number of possessions in the third. Listen, it didn't look good. Like, I don't care. Mississippi State adjusted. Auburn didn't. I don't. We had a drive in the first half that started inside our own 10 yard line. It didn't look as bad as the other drives we had in the second half inside inside the uh, the 10. Right. So I feel position, like I, I feel like people are scapegoating stuff because they want to make themselves feel better about what the second half performance was. I am ecstatic about the win, but we're on to the next game right now, right? I had my time to, you know, dunk on Mississippi State fans about how we beat them, and they were all in our comment section. Ole Miss fans were laughing. Oh, I'm going to laugh if you guys lose Mississippi State. Well, we didn't. Shut up. Mississippi State fans, we've beaten you guys in the last 10, five out of five. You're now six, you're now five out of five and six. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Shut up. But we are on to Vanderbilt right now, and we need to do something a little bit better in this game. We're 21 and 21 all time versus Vandy. Make it 22 and 21. I don't care nothing about that. This season, we need to get the dub and we need to make it convincing. Yeah, we do. It needs to be. I, I think I'll drive them through the turf, man. For the confidence of the team, though, like it's good to get to get off the snot and get the win. If we got another win, I don't think anybody would be discouraged. But looking at a pattern that has emerged here, it looked like back against the wall, rousing speech at home from Cadillac. We were able to perform well on offense for thirty minutes. Thirty minutes does not a season make. We need to look good methodically look good and look just as good as we looked that game for the rest of the season. There's not going to be, this is not the swamp. This is not Death Valley. This is not an intimidating atmosphere we're going to go into. As a matter of fact, uh, Auburn uh, graduates flock to Nashville. I expect that stadium to be damn near 50-50, a split between Auburn and Vanderbilt. There would be no excuses for a poor performance this weekend. None. Not after you found something on uh, last week, 
Not after you go and play the worst defense in your conference, put up some points consistently, like drive the field consistently and score yeah. points, get some big plays, make it happen, man. Like this is, this is the one, like it, I know everybody was is up. Oh man, we might be we might be able to beat Bama. Like, oh wait, no, too fast, too fast. Do it again, and then do it again. We'll have to go on the road against a better defense in Arkansas to test what we've learned against Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. I think that will be the true test of of what our chances will be against Bama. How we show against Arkansas, this should be, as I think uh, one of y'all said after the last game, not after uh, this past one, but the one before that one. It looked like a scrimmage because we were just trying stuff. Was mm-hmm. it against oh against Ole Miss? We were Ole just Miss, like yeah. one guy, the other guy, one guy, the other guy. This should look like we're going through the motions. It should be effortless in how well we are performing on offense this weekend. I expect better than one half performance. I expect two halves of very good offensive play. I hope we get it. Yeah. Uh, listen, if if our we almost put up 30 against Mississippi State, right? Almost doesn't count, but we almost did it against Mississippi State and and probably could have had we kept our foot on the gas. But I want to see this team just go out there and absolutely dismantle somebody, man. Wait until there's five minutes left in the game and say, all right, that's enough. We've, we've, we've beaten them soundly enough. Um, but, you know, listen, I, I – a win is a win. I'm very happy about the win versus Mississippi State. I need to see a better, not even repeat, but a better performance. We need to see a it's building towards something. Uh, if we do hope to go out there, like you said, and shock the world versus Bama in the Iron Bowl, this needs to be a building process where we continue to grow uh, through these things. And it needs to happen. I, I get it. We're going to be at home uh, for the Iron Bowl, different environment. But I want to see more confidence from our team and our ability to execute for four quarters, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the offensive game plan is going to be. And, you know, listen, what I saw from our offense in the first half of that game is what I want to see consistently from our offense for the remainder of the season. Mm-hmm. All four yeah. quarters, just complete domination. Mississippi State didn't really have enough, a lot of answers for what we were doing offensively. Mm-hmm. And again, I get it. Uh Mississippi State's not a good football team, but neither is Vanderbilt. Right. Neither is Arkansas. Right. So th- that's why the next two weeks need to mirror the first half last week. Mm-hmm. So we have an opportunity to go out here and do this against a team that's surrendering points. It's not as if this team has been stingy on the scoreboard. Right. They've been giving up 30 points to dang no near everybody. Hawaii almost broke 30 on them, and they're trash. Yep. We got to make it happen, man. Kentucky, 45. Missouri, 38. Come on, man. And the tempo teams are the ones that score. Are, Ole Miss tempo. Missouri's running a spread offense. There are things that you've they've shown that if you spread them out and you run tempo, that they can be lacking in their discipline, especially against the run. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, some of that game. Quitshawn Jenkins was going crazy on them in the first half of that game. I haven't watched the full game of Vanderbilt versus Ole Miss. He was going crazy on them in the first mm-hmm. half of that game. Run lanes everywhere. We need to see Jarquez Hunter go crazy, and Peyton Thorne needs to be just as surgical as he was first half versus Mississippi State. We can walk out of here with 30 points and a big-time win uh, against a team that you should beat that way, right? Like, we're not talking about what, you know, in a, in a theoretical land where all things 
bounce in a crazy I'm talking about what you should be able to do versus this opponent go and do that because that's really the mark of when you start to become a good team when you handle teams you're supposed to beat handily and then you use that as building blocks to go and compete against teams you're not supposed to compete against and you sneak a couple of them yeah so we will see what happens with this team as we go into the week. But again, 30 points, in my opinion, is what Auburn should be looking to as the low watermark put up against Vanderbilt at home. This Wool Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from the War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only so come on by become a member and get active in the best auburn sports community on the webs we'll be right back after we pay a couple bills hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. Drop! All right. We're going to get to some difference makers over here in our comment section. You guys keep the comments flowing. And first and foremost, we want to thank Brian Hancher for gifting these memberships today. Oh, Five appreciate memberships appreciate today. That. Uh, we've got a couple of super chats. Uh, we'll start with the B-Wheels forehead who says Auburn is tied with Vandy record-wise 21-21-1 in the all-time record. We absolutely are. Let's make that and get another thing. Why, over why is that true? Plus. Is that true? Because Van- Early in, you know, the history of football or whatever, Vandy was beating us a bunch then. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah, so. All right. It is what it is, man. Sounds Let's listen. Strange. It's time to get over to 500 mark and, and make that happen this weekend. Let's get it done. Um, 
the AU curmudgeon with a super chat. I got a, the, the team has gone soft here. Uh, what's with the spread offenses and hurry up three yards in a cloud of dust. That's how the game should be played. Uh, thank you for your opinion. <laughs> I don't know. If this, I don't know if this is a bit, a bit in, 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 yeah. the, in the, the, the picture. Yeah. It comes back and says coach die knew how to coach tough, hard nosed football. None of this trick or treat duration they do today. Yeah, I think this is a bit, but hey, listen. Hey, man, he, this is a funny bit. This is a it. bit. Hey, I like I like this. Hey, you can budget. Hey, I'm with you. No forward passes. That's right. <laughs> no forward passes. That's why we can't pass well going. That's why we don't need to be forward passing. That's why. Yeah. Three yards, cloud of dust, eight running backs. I'm with it. <laughs> Two hundred and forty pound offensive lineman, just like back in the day. Let's go. P-Pass says they're playing at better stadiums on the road. Oh, that's why they play better, because the oh. stadiums are better on the road. Got you. <laughs> yeah, that was right. good. That was good. They're upgrading their stadium, so maybe that will improve the level of play on the field. I, I don't maybe. know. I mean, you know, maybe. Who knows? You look good. You play good. You have a good stadium. You, you play good. All that, you know. Uh, Brian Hancher says we need to win a little more before we crap on anyone. Brian, I'm here to tell you you are 100% incorrect because i'm gonna crap on any and everybody who i want to now you might need to win a little bit more before you crap on anybody but let me tell you this is how this is how the the a food chain works right the people at the top of the food chain i can't crap on them but everybody who's below me gets my droppings that's how that works i don't care how much we're winning right now i still exist above you on this food chain yeah when i crap you catch it that's how it works, man. I don't make the rules. I abide by them. Now, again, you it might make you feel better to be like, I can't talk about nobody right now because though I'm a tiger and you're a lowly field mouse, I'm not feeling very tigerish right now. You're still a mouse and you still get devoured in this food chain. I don't care. I'm going to come on here and I'm going to talk my junk every single time. And I'll do it for you, Brian. I'll do it for you. And you can be like, man, that ain't me. That's Ike over at the Warport. He the one talking crazy. I ain't say that. <laughs> I said it, and I meant it, and I'll say it again because I meant it the first time I said it. But thank you. We appreciate you coming in here. <laughs> uh, another super chat here from Hunter Hannah who says, Robbie's attitude on the bench tells you all you need to know. I don't know what that means, but okay. I don't remember seeing pictures. Uh, there's there's pictures of him on the bench with a towel over his head, sulking in the last game. Um, it tells you a guy who's frustrated with where his role has been. Put, but okay, I don't want to get into the Finn Robbie mode. So cool, moving on. Both guys were sulking though. Go- I, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to get. I don't want to get into. <laughs> I'm going it. from get from Peyton Thorne's comments in the press last week and, and Robbie's as well because nobody it, it, was happy with what yeah. was going on. But Peyton Thorne got the shot to go improve it first, and he did. That's all we need to know. It really doesn't matter how Listen, how Robbie feels Rob, about Rob, it at this Robbie, point. Robbie is is a human being who had a, a, issues with that stuff, and I'm not here to defend Robbie because I don't need to. Robbie's a grown man. If he wants to defend how he felt on the sideline, he could do that. Um, I'm happy that Auburn won a football game Saturday. I want us to win another one this Saturday. That's what I need to know. Can we win Saturday? Uh, the Walker show says, do you think Auburn let off the gas in the second half or was it Mississippi state making adjustments and Auburn not making adjustments? Yes. Both. It's both. I mean, I think, did they take the foot? Were they trying to milk the clock yes, and all yes, yes, yes they absolutely they were. were and yes mississippi state made some adjustments that made it difficult to go and do what you thought you would be able to do 
without yeah. like they based on the first half, we thought, oh, we can just go out here and run the ball. They haven't stopped us running the ball very well. Mississippi State was like, nah, we're not having none of that running stuff. And we were like, oh, but we are gonna run. We are gonna run. And they was like, but but actually no. And at the end of the game, we are going to run. And then Jarquez was like, but yeah, we are actually going to yeah. run and it's over with, right? But yeah. yes, it was adjustments. And yes, we did take our foot off the gas. It was both of those things. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just don't want to see us take our foot off of the gas. And and this is what why it, that it's indicative that we clearly took our foot off of the gas. If you go and look and chart first down throws that we had in the game, mm-hmm. times that we passed the ball on first down in the first half versus in the second half, we we pretty much flipped it, like we we basically just turned around and handed the ball off consistently on first down in the second half, and we waited until it, it, we got back to that. Oh, it's third and long. We have to pass the ball, or we got into that. It's third and very long, and we're just going to go conservative and run the ball here and play to punt the ball. Right. So yes, adjustments by Mississippi State. Yes, foot off the gas. I don't want to see either. I want to see. They adjust, but we adjust back, and we keep pounding him, keep throttling, doing all the things we need to do to put up 30-plus points. 30-plus, and it should be plus. easier against Vanderbilt. They are not good at they're not good at anything. They're not good at much of anything on defense, so this should not be as difficult as it was against Mississippi. I know it looked easy first half against Mississippi State. I think we surprised them with a couple things, but outside of that, it's why they were able to stifle us in the second half. They are... We, we've been saying LSU was the worst defensive team by the numbers we had played up even past Mississippi State because Mississippi State's defense is not bad. Their head coach is a defensive guy. They may not know what they're doing on offense, but he's like, but, but damn it, we're going to at least do this much. We're not going to let them do this no more. And they didn't. So, you know, credit to them. They made it a little difficult. Vandy should not. We should see even more points against a Vandy this weekend. Absolutely should see that. Devin says, thanks for the imagery, Ike. You are welcome. This is what I'm here for, to provide you all with quality imagery so that you... Because, listen, man, I have to make it clear, the picture that we're painting. <laughs> have to make it very clear, the picture that we're painting. We, we don't want to see it that clear. It's all good, man. It's all good. Um, maximum Effort says, Ike going to let them know they broke and ugly. You're darn right I'm going to let them know. I'm going to put it on a postcard, and I'm going to send it to you. Let them know. Listen, it is what it is, man. Listen, I didn't create your station in life. I just reminded you of what it is. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. It hurts that they let. We lost a old Miss, man. I got yeah. this. And you're still broken ugly. I don't care nothing about it. <laughs> um, let's see. Chris S. says, let's tempo until it doesn't work. We heard the tempo was giving our D problems in scrimmage, and our defense has been pretty solid this year. This has been my opinion the entirety of the year right? is that if you are a per- – and Coach Hugh Freeze has said it out of his own mouth repeatedly that he would not be where he is today if it weren't for a spread RPO up-tempo offense. It's who he is to his core. He said himself, Coach Philip Montgomery, is used to going spread and up-tempo. He said himself – Peyton Thorne is more comfortable when we're running tempo. They have not been playing to their strengths offensively for the vast majority of this season. Yes. In an effort, as Coach Freeze has said, to protect our lack of depth on defense. Yes. Listen, 
You gotta score points. Yep. There are only two ways to win football games. You limit the other team more than they than than you score, or you outscore the other team. Yeah. We've tried the whole limit them way. Let's go try to outscore them way. I, I just I, I don't subscribe to this idea that we don't have enough guns to win shootouts. So because you don't feel like you have enough guns, you just don't shoot. I don't feel I don't feel like we've been taking, okay, I you got more artillery than you. That don't mean you leave some of your guns at home. He's like, well, he got 30 and I got 10, so I'm only gonna take five of mine <laughs> and see if you know we could just outlast them. Right. What are we? No, I'm taking all ten of mine, and you finna get every last one of these, bro. What are we doing? Yeah, I, I don't. I, I just don't know hope why. you miss a bunch of shots because I'm gonna shoot every last one of mine. The, and that, what was the result when we did try to protect the defense? Well, L. We lost. We lost. <laughs> we lost embarrassingly once at well, Ole Miss was kind of embarrassing too because it looked really bad for a good stretch of time. It looked bad. It didn't look LSU good. LSU was embarrassing. Ole Miss, we still could have won that game. But we still, like, it, you're you're not winning games in this way. And this, again, this is not, I, I don't know better than any coach about what our depth is. Defense, this isn't, this, I, I'm tired of giving y'all disclaimers. Y'all gonna think what you want to anyway. We lost the game and we didn't shoot all the shot, all the bullets we had. Yep. Be who you are. Play, t- this is why Lane Kiffin he don't care. He like, man, I'm, I'm leaving that defense out to dry. I don't care. We're going to score points, <laughs> dog. Whatever Y'all we got to do. Up. Yeah. And that's how we're built right now. We won't be built like that next year. Yeah. And pl- on top of that, there are a lot of guys defensively that we aren't playing. And maybe that's the other part of it. It's not that you don't have bodies to put out there. It's that you don't trust those bodies. It's confidence in the bodies that you have. That is 100% the game plan. It. So, yes. you know what? But the benefit of that is, well, you going to learn by fire this year. Yeah. Hey, defensive lineman, if I don't think you're ready yet, we got some true freshmen, some redshirt freshmen. Put them out there. You know why? Because I need to get my best players them, a rest. Them boys want to play too, man. You they think Nietzsche Sledge wants to sit on the bench and right. not be playing? He ain't got a year of uh, red. He already did the redshirt thing last yeah. year. Steven Johnson we just brought in with this class. We got bodies down there of guys who want to play. I, I would, but that's what I would do. Because again, the alternative is save your defense, slow your offense down, and lose. So if I let my offense hurry up, let them be at what their, their possible peak and play uh, less more guys on defense with less experience, if I lose, oh, you would have lost anyway. Of course, they don't think that going into that. Yeah, listen, think, I mean, again, hey, we, we it's, it's revisionist, right? Like, right. we can say, we can play the results and say, hey, man, that didn't work, bro. You may, yeah. Maybe you should have tried something different. At the time, it seems like a good idea. I guess my point is, after a couple of weeks of it not working, I'd have been like, nah, bro, like, I get it. We don't, I don't really want to get into a shootout with LSU. I don't really want to get into a shootout with Ole Miss. But they have some bad defenses. I'm going to take my chances to go out here and see if I can, if I can gun with these boys. Right. Yep. That's how I would have done it. But again, I'm the guy sitting on YouTube talking i'm not the guy getting paid the million i I haven't won a single game ever as a head football coach at any level so i i might not know what the heck i'm talking about that's a stupid idea i you're gonna get people hurt (laughs) oh man possibly (laughs) 
Um, JB says, I'll take 28 in a win. I'll take it too, but I'm telling you what we should do. This isn't about what I'll take. I'll take a three to nothing win. Yeah. I ain't going to be particularly happy about it. I'm going to get on here and be like, how we only score three points for Vanderbilt? Is it a W? Got to take them, bro. We're trying to get bowl eligible right now. Our beggars can't be choosers. Right. We need to get two more in that win column some kind of way. Yeah. And we need, I think we need a bowl game. We need. Yeah, need absolutely. A bowl game. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, will I take 28 in the win? Absolutely will take 28 points and a dub. But I want 30 plus and a dub. Yeah, man. Less than That's 30. That's what I want. We, we could get the win, like you said, JB, 28 to win. Great. Less than 30 points this weekend against this team. Right. That's that's a red flag for the offense. That means it's, it, it was a temporary fix, and it's, it's strictly based on playing poor competition, not us actually getting significantly better on offense. Yeah. Yes. All right, man. Um, we know we need to go out here and we need to handle business. Statistics say that you should be able to against this defense. Let's make it happen, Auburn. Uh, we appreciate y'all. We are going to get out of here. Before you get out of here, like the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you are listening to this back on the podcast, go ahead and share that pod with somebody else. Uh, give us a five-star review over there. We'll be back at you all tomorrow morning with another morning drop. But until then, and as always, for Drop!